And another reminder that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place, and it's free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. They have creation tools, so you can record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. And they'll distribute your podcast for free. So you can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. Just like us here at BraveMaker. Make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app today and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks to our sponsors. Now back to the show. Thanks for listening. Watch the Costa Grandes only on Nickelodeon every Saturday at 11 a.m. Stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Brave Maker Podcast. This is Tony Gaffastone. I'm in the studio and I have got Isabella Alvarez Hello. on the podcast today. <laughs> hey, so Isabella and I met, gosh, just like four or five months ago. Yeah, about, yeah. In June, June 1st and 2nd when we had our film fest, Isabella starred in a film called Collisions, which we're going to talk about. Cool. <laughs> but she's also in a TV show on Nickelodeon called Casa Grandes. I need to say it like that, Casa Grandes. <laughs> And so let's just jump right in. Let's uh, give us your bio. How would you describe your story coming into the acting world? Only being, are you 16? 15. 15. Only 15. 15. Dang. I know. It's kind of crazy. So I got into the business when I was about six. Um, My dad had an opportunity to do a Walmart commercial, and they asked him to bring his real family into the audition. And at first, my mom was like, no, what are you, are you crazy? Like, I don't want the kids to be in acting. Like, no, there's no way. And then my dad was like, come on, it's going to be fun. So she's like, all right, whatever. Let's go. Let's have fun. We did it. We, of course, we ended up getting a call back. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we ended up booking it. Producers loved everyone. And this was your brother, you? It, it wasn't actually my brother. It was okay. my cousin because oh, they cousin. wanted okay. two girls. Yeah. Okay. So the um, whole family. So you got all these talented people in your it, family. It was crazy. It was so fun. Uh-huh. And I just got the bug after that because I was That's on cool. set for like three days, um, endless amounts of filming, and I just loved it. And seeing my dad love the business so much in the industry, I just saw that from him, and I was like, I can do this too. So after that, I was like, I want an agent, Dad. And just after that, everything kind of started. Because your, your dad's producing. Was your dad acting at that time too? My dad was acting. Uh, yes, he was acting at that time. Okay. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. That gives me like excitement because, you know, I have three daughters. Yeah. And I'm like trying to let them choose their own path, but also trying to rub off on them as well. <laughs> You're like, get into business. Yeah, that's how fun. Okay, so, so from six years old, what other, from a young age, what other things do you remember doing? I mean, do you have any memories of being in other commercials or TV shows? I know you've had some significant roles when you were like 10, 12, 11, that kind of thing. But yeah. what other things do you remember? I do. I remember doing um, a lot of short films. That's okay. how I, I remember starting off with a lot of short films. I did one called Sandy Man. Um, and I did probably like three or four at the time because you go through like a film school called AFI and mm-hmm. you can do oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know that. Um, you can go through like short films and that was just good to get my blood flowing and kind of get used to the set environment because I was so young. I was so new to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did about eight commercials probably. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with that. I want to get into like uh, actual live action stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. So do you remember being at a place where you didn't get something you wanted. We talk about this on the podcast. The Brave Maker podcast is breaking through your fears and dealing with rejection. Do you remember having your heart broken one or 
25 times. I still get my heart broken yeah. for projects. I yeah. yeah, I mean it's a that's a very big thing about the business is that you you get so attached to a role and you put so much effort into it and then when you don't end up getting mm-hmm. it it's like what did I I just went through all of that to get mm-hmm. nothing in return. And it sucks, but it's a thing of just rejection is a very big thing and you need to be comfortable with it and you need to know that you're enough to still keep going. Mm-hmm. And my dad really helped me with that. Honestly, my whole family really did, but um, my dad specifically because he knew the struggle of when he was younger. And my brother's also in the business, as mm-hmm. you know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we relate to that on a different level, which mm-hmm. is really good. But yeah, I mean, still to this day, as I said, I there's roles that I'm like dying to get and I still don't even get them. You yeah. know, it's, it's hard. Have you picked up any techniques on how to cope, how to deal? Is there anything that someone has told you or any mantras or anything that comes to mind? Like, I know people who, they get those sides, they go to the audition, and then they throw them in the trash, and they walk away. Right. Have you done it? Do you have anything like that? No, Any superstitions or anything? I'm trying to even think. I mean, burning my sides, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Burning the script. (laughs) Deleting all the emails that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just like whatever, you know, you feel comfortable with. I call up a lot of my friends that are in the industry, and we rant and rave about about it um because you know we all we all go through that we all go yep. through rejection so yep. it's really good having friends that really help that's you good. with that that's good we talk about that a lot in this podcast you need a community of people yeah. and people will be real with you because 100%. there's also a dark side right oh. where everyone's giving you like the red carpet attention and then all of a sudden psh, it's gone and, oh, yeah. and you do something nobody likes and then yeah. they're, they're tearing you up so that's yeah. great that's yeah. really important I remember auditioning for something. I didn't get it. I was super sad. And then I saw it. And I was oh, like, oh. That's even worse. Seeing like you, the person who got it. You, you know, know what's really hard is when you see the deadline article and it's like, so-and-so is joining the cast of so-and-so. And you're like, oh. Uh, you're like, oh, it's yeah, really tough. But, you know, tough. it's you get used to it and you have to kind of just bear through it, bear with it. So. Let's, let's celebrate. Let's talk about the things, the yeah. roles that you have had. Yeah. Highlight them. Anything, anything you want to share from yeah, past Yeah, so TV shows? I actually just guest starred on Sorry for Your Loss. Mm-hmm. I played kind of a crazy character. I played a stoner. Nice. <laughs> so, so different from what I I just started on. watching that. That's with um, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen, yes. yes. It's a Facebook watch show. It is. Which many people don't know. Facebook has a production studio yeah, now they so do. they're doing narrative stuff yeah. so you were on that show i was season two season two episode three okay so check sure. that out yeah okay. yeah it was a really fun uh got to work with really good people i actually got to work with one of my really good friends uh his name's tj he's super cool and we all played stoners it's kind of cool <laughs> now was elizabeth in the in the scene with you she was not okay. no she wasn't unfortunately okay. but she does such a fantastic job on the show my parents are in love with the show so uh-huh. i remember your mom yeah my mom <laughs> saying she the was show. Binging it. She loves it, yeah. So when I when I went into audition trip for it, she was like, please do a good job. Like I want you on this no show. Pressure, no, yeah, no pressure. No pressure at all. But do a good job because I really Get want you on this show. show. <laughs> no. So we've got a live studio audience today. We do have Stacy. Yeah. We have Isabella's mom and we have Samantha who's a do. local high schooler who's also shadowing Brave Maker stuff oh, and hey. doing some promo <laughs> stuff for us today. Okay, cool. So what else? What other shows? Um, I was on Splitting Up Together with uh, Jenna Fisher. And I played the main boy, Van Crosby's girlfriend. Okay. Um, and I was on season one and You've season two. You've had a couple two. episodes there. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I think about maybe five-ish. Okay. Um, that was really fun. I uh, I love working on that show because it was an ABC show, Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. You know, those uh-huh. are always just fun to be on. Why? Uh, 
I feel like because sometimes I don't get to work with kids uh-huh. and getting to work with, there was three kids on the show at the time and it was just really fun. You know, I worked on Walk the Prank when I was younger on Disney XD and that was really fun because I was around kids too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked on Westworld. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another show. Um, and there's no kids on that, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm just like me and Ed Harris and Clifton yeah. Collins Jr., all these big people. And it's just like this little girl that's on set and <laughs> she's so new to everything. So it's good to have kids. You know? So that's an interesting segue because I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, growing up in the industry you know as a kid quote unquote you're 15 years old and it's challenging because you uh, tell me about school you don't you homeschool or you already took a graduate yeah I'm I'm graduated I finished all my classes Um, I worked really hard with just kind of banging everything out Uh working with all my teachers uh, just to pursue what I love you know but I mean it's hard it's a it's a struggle to you know be on top of everything I have friends that literally still go to high school while doing set and being an actor, which okay. is insane. I have no clue how they do that. Um, it's a big burden to it's, carry. It is. It's really, it's a really, it's a tough thing to do. Um, but with good parents, you know, and good teachers, you can totally get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I mean, I went to public school, uh, elementary school up until fourth grade, I think. Um, and I, that, I tried that out and tried it, but then I was like, this is a lot to handle. <laughs> so I did homeschooling and then eventually I graduated. That's very commendable. I think that is, I totally admire that. Thank I wish you. I would have had that opportunity to do that when I was a teenager to pursue what I love. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard, but we so, got it done. So part of the tension I hear you saying is being a kid sort of in this adult world, you know, when you're on a show where you just want to like joke and hang out and talk right. about teen things, you're with all these adults who maybe are taking their craft really seriously right. and they're in their trailer. Right. Uh, what, how, do you nav- how, do you, how do you navigate through all that stuff? You know, it's hard. Um, It's a thing of almost having that balance of like after a set, I just want to go run around and play with my (laughs) friends, you know, Um, if I'm on a set that I don't have any kids, you know. Um, But I mean, just entertaining yourself on set. A lot of the crew is so loving and fun and almost like kids to to you, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's fun to engage with them. And not only the actors, because everyone, it's a whole production that Mm -hmm. puts on your show. So it's kind of cool engaging with Mm -hmm. everyone. But, um, I mean, bringing games to set always helps for me. <laughs> like board games or yeah, video like games? Yeah, board games, yeah. video games. Um, What's your anything favorite? That, ooh, what do I like? I like, um, what, what games do I like? I like Monopoly. It just takes so long. <laughs> like, I feel like I can literally play Monopoly for like four days sure, straight. And course. like, it's never ending. Yeah, but, it's true. But I mean, it's pretty fun. I remember um, when like I was... Uno like, or something. Uno's yeah, good. That's Uno. quick. Yeah, it's quick. So you just yeah. do it and then you kind of bail. I remember having a babysitter and every time I wanted to play Monopoly, she'd be like, no, it takes forever. It does. <laughs> it really does. But sometimes on set, you're there, right? And you have three or four hours to right. wait. So it's kind of a good game. Exactly. Too, yeah. I have actually a really funny story on Westworld. We were filming and it was probably like summertime. Um, and I was thinking maybe like 11 years old and it was like pouring rain, but it was like 102 degrees. Was it filming in L.A.? Yeah, it was okay. filming in like Santa Clarita area. Okay. Um, and I remember us pulling out Monopoly and literally just like hearing the rain in our trailer and everyone b- brought around popsicles because it was like 102 degrees yeah. and we're like sitting there playing Monopoly waiting for the rain to stop so that we can film again. But yeah, it's just those fun memories fun. that you have, you totally know. Totally yeah. fun. Yeah. You got any pet peeves about Ooh, set? Pet peeves. Things mm. that like, oh, if this didn't have to happen, I would love it even more. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Getting up early, are you an early yeah, riser? Yeah, see, that is a big That's thing. That's hard, right? Yeah, getting up early. So talk about that. People who tough. don't know, call times usually are what? On the daily, probably six thirty a.m. 
Mm-hmm. And you still have to travel to yeah. get there. <laughs> yep. So I have to wake up probably around Five. like five-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's a big struggle. Yeah, I'm definitely not a morning person. Uh-huh. I like going to bed late, which is uh-huh. so bad for you. But um, uh-huh. yeah, I, I that's it is that is a big struggle. Um, what else? Well, now that I'm I'm legal eighteen, I can work adult hours. So tell me about that. Yeah. When you're not a teen, is it when you're twelve and under? It's only six hours, or what is it? Yeah, I think it's up until um, I think maybe sixteen or something that you work nine and a half hours. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay. Um, and then I think you have like an hour lunch. But okay. I can work adult hours now, so I mean it's fun. Though. But adult hours can be up to eighteen hours sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean we, I, I know I've had productions where it's like we're pushing fourteen hours. That's crazy. And then you know when you wrap, you still have to clean. Like the crew's still of there, course, so it's of intense. Course. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a whole production. People yeah. don't rec- realize like when you see something on a TV screen, you know that one minute scene. Oh, it could be days. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Days. On Westworld, okay. there they take a really long time to film scenes which I feel yeah. is really good for the actors because sure. you can really just milk the whole thing and get what you want out of the scene. But for one scene, I mean, we could take two, three days to film it because yep. there's just so much action and so many things that are happening. And, you know, but I mean, I think it's fun, you know, getting to work on one scene for so many days, you get to like perfect it. Mm-hmm. You have know? you done plays before, by the way? I haven't. Okay, I wondered. Yeah, I really want, want to, to though. I do. Cool. I feel like that'd be so fun because cool. like, you're interacting with the audience. Like you hear yeah. like a reaction. Yep. That's like live studio audience yep. shows that yep. are on like Netflix. Multi-cam. Yeah, yeah, multi-cam. Yep. Yep. That'd be really fun. Yeah, I totally want to do that. Okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Isabella. Yeah. Uh, favorite food on set, which we call craft services. Favorite yes. snack, craft service Crafty. food. Crafty. Ooh. I like chips because I feel like they're so easy. You just pop them open, put them in your mouth, <laughs> and done. I always try to eat candy, and then they're like, no sugar. Like, don't do that. Oh, because it'll spike you up. Yeah, it'll spike yeah. me. Yeah, and yeah. Shameless, they actually don't put any <laughs> candy out on the table. Oh, interesting. Like, at all. So, like, we would go to crafting. We're like, where's, like, all the, like, fun candy yeah. at? They're like, yeah, we actually don't put out candy. We're like, what? Wow. Yeah, that's actually crazy. It's kind of smart. I mean, I love craft services because it's, like, a buff- usually the good ones that have yeah. some budget. Yeah, if you go on my set, you might have three things to choose from. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's got chips, licorice, and some peanut trail mix. So, but sometimes there's so many options. I, I overeat. I will just oh, kind of like graze at oh, yeah. the table. And yeah. it's so unhealthy. It is. It is. It's really, really bad. But yeah, when they like... Sometimes they'll even be cooking in front of you and they'll just put <laughs> yeah, out new stuff all right. the time. And I'm like, no, 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 stop adding stuff. Like, I'm literally just going to keep on eating it. Yeah. It's bad. But yeah, I like fruit too because I feel like yeah. that's, it's like refreshing, easy to eat. Good for you. Yeah. Be healthy. Be healthy, you know. We're on a diet. All right. Let's <laughs> talk about collisions. Yes. So we had Jesse on the podcast. <gasps> Did you? Yeah, we had Jesse and I oh Skyped him in because he couldn't make it Aww. like live. And then I had Richard, the director, live. Yeah. He was my very first Brave Maker podcast. <gasps> That's so crazy. Back in December. So if you are listening and you've been a part of the Brave Maker community, you probably have seen Collisions because we screened it December 2018 and then June 1st, 2019 at the Brave Maker Film Festival. So, so cool because I met Jesse. The backstory, I don't even know if you knew. I met Jesse at my friend Jeremy, who's an actor and producer and writer in L.A., at his son's 
baptism. What? Yes, Jesse was taking pictures because he does photography. Yeah. And my friend Jeremy and I were in, he was in a film I did. We became really good friends. So Jesse and I were just chatting after the baptism because I officiated it, you know. <laughs> and Jesse's like, hey, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. I say, what do I do? He tells me what he does. And he says, hey, I have a film that might fit. I said, oh, yeah. Everyone says they have a film that <laughs> might fit, right? You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sent me the link. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was July of 2018. And then a couple months, just, you know, we worked it out and we screened it in December. That launched, Collisions launched Brave Maker for us. That's crazy. And so you had the lead role in Collisions. So tell the listeners, the the two people maybe who haven't seen it, who are Brave Maker (laughs) people, what is it? Yeah, it's a a story about a girl named Ethan. She's 12 years old in the movie, played by me. And her little brother, Neto, they both come home from school one day and they find that their mom has been taken away um, by the... Um, ICE uh, police and it's basically an adventure of them trying to go find their mom and they only have their uncle who's played by Jesse, Uncle Evencio and they really don't have a very good relationship with him, they don't have a dad so their first thing is to go to him and say we really need you to take us to go find our mom and get our mom back so it's a whole adventure about them trying to basically get their mom back That's awesome, and that was your first feature film lead role it was yeah it was yeah I had never done that before um it it was it was a really tough time and it was low budget too Mm -hmm. so we were on a schedule of I think maybe 14 days Mm -hmm. so we were banging so many scenes out probably like five a day and so many lines to memorize but I mean it was so fun I had never done that before I had never been a lead so there's a lot to carry but at the same time, it's like, wow, like you can you can be a lead of your own movie, you yep. know, with mm-hmm. a really good team and really good support and a really good director. Mm-hmm. You can totally get it done. And thankfully, we had a really good cast mm-hmm. um, with Jesse and Anna de la Raguera. Um, So, yeah, it's a really cool movie. The film for me really humanized the discussion that becomes so polarizing and political in our time where people are talking about immigration and deportation yeah. And we, when we screened it in December, had just a phenomenal discussion with Richard, the director, but also we had people who were working with refugees and people who were doing immigration advocacy. And this is where I get so excited because, you know, Brave Maker, our mission is to elevate brave stories, the unheard voices. And here we have, you know, two kids who are affected by this ridiculous, you know, political unjust system that we have in our country where... People could be taken away without notice, and their kids are left behind. So you did such an awesome job. Thank you so much. It just premiered in L.A. It did. A couple weeks ago. It's actually going to be premiering uh, for a week long in the Bay Area. Oh. Yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. We'll put yeah. the links in the show notes. Cool. And, of course, put it out on our social media. Yeah. This will be This podcast will be out. The, the third week of October, which I think we're in. So in cool. a couple of days, I'll put it out, but we'll make sure people know about it. Yeah. But the LA Times gave a really awesome review and they said, did. you are a rising Latina actress with great potential and all this cool stuff, raving review. How did that feel? It was crazy, honestly. It was like, because I grew up reading LA Times mm-hmm. and I would always see them and it was crazy to just see that and be like, wow, like all my hard work has been like finally mm-hmm. released almost, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to grocery stores and we picked up copies, which was really cool. So I have like three paper copies so of it in the newspaper. So it's really cool. So how are you going to keep yourself from getting a big head? 
Good parents. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> to keep parents. me grounded. Hey, I still good. do chores. I yes, still take out the job, trash. Good job, Stacey. Good yeah, job. Yeah, I still clean my room. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm still getting yelled at for not having my room clean. You're like, Mom, can I hire like some services to do yeah, these things? They're like, I mean, yeah, they're like, yeah, come right. on. I got a bank account now. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I know. I always say that. I'm like, yeah. Um, no, no, no. I think it's really good. Um, my parents are really good at keeping me grounded. That's I have great. a brother, too. Uh-huh. I still have friends that grew up in my hometown that mm-hmm. still hang out with me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you're not getting a big gag with us. So good. they just keep me grounded, which is really good. That's so good. I mean, I can't say enough how, you know, it sounds weird for me to say this, but just proud for us to be connected with you and you to be a part of the Rave Maker family. Like, really, I feel like, you know, we've only been doing this for, um, gosh, since 2018, uh, December, so a year of doing these film screenings and meeting all these talented people. But it feels like when you meet people, this is the industry. It's all yeah. relational, you know. So I'm going, okay, cool. So I'm working out a bunch of feature film projects, and I'm going in my mind like, hmm, what role could Isabella play? Right. right. I'm thinking, what role could Jesse play? Like that's how it works. So I feel a little sense of pr- pride with connection to you, but also protection too. Right. You know, as a father myself with daughters, I know like how easy it is to. Like be exploited and yeah. yeah, fall in a trap and be vulnerable. So I'm so glad you have great parents and people around you. Mm-hmm. And when you're 30 and 40 and 50, um, we're looking at your life going, okay, it's, you're going to get bumps and bruises, of course. Of course. Yeah. But I want you to be a story, that brave story that says, like, right. man, this was hard, but I rose above all the BS yeah. and you know, the, the, the glamour side of what this could be like looking at like me and my attention and stuff, but really about, no, I want to be a grounded person who tells a good story. Right. And like, I already know this, you do this, but treats people with respect and, and right. honor. Like we're 100%. all in this together. So keep doing yeah, that. That's what I it's say. Amazing. Treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. Because it's like at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to work with anyone that's yep. not fun yep. for so many hours of the day. You know, for that's, sure. that's, that's a nightmare. So, yeah. Good, yeah, good for you. you. <laughs> Proud of you. Okay, so speaking of fun, you are doing a pretty fun thing working with fun people right now on Nickelodeon. I am. That's do, do, my, do, do, do. It's my newest project, my newest baby that I've been working Tell on. Tell us for about, about Casa Grandes. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm working on a new Nickelodeon animation show called The Casa Grandes. I play Ronnie Ann Santiago. She's the main lead. She's a 11 year old, strong willed, tough girl. She likes skating, pranking and hanging out with her best friend, Sid Chang, that you guys will meet in the series. Uh, we just we dropped our very first episode on YouTube. It has 4 million views, and uh, we were blown away by the love that we are getting on the show. It's actually a spinoff of The Loud House that's already on Nickelodeon. That's won uh, primetime Emmys, which is crazy. They won like 10 last year. Um, but the show's amazing. I feel like I grew up never getting to watch a multi-generational Latino family, you know? So now that we get to pursue that mm-hmm. and show for other kids that are watching that are like, hey, that's me in the show. That's me in the screen, you know? Mm-hmm. I never got that. So, so cool. it's really cool that we're a part of that. So cool. And you had a Halloween episode come out this week. We did, yeah. That's we super fun to do episode. kind of a stylized, oh, right? I thing love like it. That, that was like such a that? dream of mine because I love being able to be like, hey, we have a Christmas episode <laughs> coming exactly. out. You know? Oh my so gosh. It's crazy. Yeah, we did that. And then uh, this coming Saturday, we're having a Dia de los Muertos episode, um, which cool. I think is really cool because it's like, you know, Coco came out yeah, and talked people, yeah. all about that for kids. And now yep. that we're getting to do that and pursue Day of the yep. Dead in a way that kids get to understand yeah. the holiday, you know, yeah. I think is awesome. Yep. I think that's really cool. I remember when the film Book of Life came out yes. and Coco came out and I, I come from this 
very, I mean, I wouldn't say like stringent or strict faith background, but I definitely had a faith background that was afraid of Day of the Dead right. and avoid those kind of things, right? right? It's a touchy subject. Sure. And to talk to kids about sure, it, you know? Sure. And I think Nickelodeon and Disney with Coco and the Book of Life, they all really did it in a way that kids are really going to understand yeah. it yeah. and appreciate it. For sure. And uh, yeah, we're really proud of that. Yeah, so I read the exciting. episode script and I literally cried because I was like, this is so cool that we That's get to cool. do this, you know? That's cool. When I went to a Day of the Dead celebration, here in our city, Redwood City. That's where we are right now. By the way, Isabella lives in LA and she's I up do. here for the weekend hanging yeah. out. So cool. But I remember going to that thing and seeing all the altars and the artwork and all the face paintings. Something really struck me, like very convicting, thinking this is just a an expression of people's love for family. This it at, is. at its core, it's people saying we love our family and we miss them and want to yeah. remember them. And there's something really beautiful and spiritual to that. Nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a great conversation. Gonna, let's have it some is. food. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's remember. Yeah, let's so remember I love that Casa Grandes is doing that. Yeah, That's cool. I love it. I, who else can name any other shows that are doing that? Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ooh, we're, it's really so cool. cool. We're really proud of it. So. Yeah. So I remember when you came to the film festival, we did a little preview screening of we it did. at our animated block. We did a family-friendly animated block, and pe- somebody asked you about the voice mm-hmm. and how you do the voice. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun for you to talk about that because you do a different voice. I do. Yeah, I play Ronnie Santiago, so she's a little <laughs> bit littler. Um, yeah, she's. I mean, she's 11 years old, uh-huh. and I'm 15 in real life. Uh-huh. So. Uh, that's a big struggle for me is kind of trying to make her sound younger and yeah. be consistent, you know, yeah. because it's like I film one episode every single Monday or I record one episode every single one Monday. One episode every Monday. Yes. Okay. So, I, you know, throughout the week, I'm always reading the script over and over again and saying the lines out loud so that I'm very comfortable with them when I end up going into the booth mm-hmm. so that I know everything. And I don't speak fluent Spanish either. And they throw in some Spanish mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. So I work with my dad on that because he speaks fluent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another struggle for me. I don't speak fluent, yeah. you know, and they try to throw that in the show. So I always have to kind of yeah. do, add Duolingo to my phone so that I kind of <laughs> get more comfortable with Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, though, because you're embracing. I mean, that's obviously your ethnic heritage. Yeah, exactly. And it's part of your family background. Yeah. And your dad gets to help you. And you're also, you know, you speak speak to a large percent of those who are Latinx in America who grew up in Latinx families exactly. but don't speak Spanish exactly. but have a little bit of like we know 50% or I right. know this and that so yeah it's just like my mom I mean my mom doesn't speak but she understands uh-huh. you know uh-huh. so I think it's really cool that we're also tapping into that for younger kids that don't speak fluent but maybe their one of their parents do or both of their parents do yeah. or one of their siblings does so I think that's really cool when you do your press and your junkets which you know Talk about what a junket is so somebody knows. What yeah, that so a press junket is basically when you get to like one room. Um, we do it at our headquarters of Nickelodeon in Burbank. And you basically get there. They set up a little set, probably have like a little Casa Grande's poster. You get all done up, your hair and makeup team, get styled. You sit in a chair and you just have interview after interview after interview. So I had a press junket maybe like two weeks ago. And I think I had about 20 interviews. In a row. Back to back, back to back, back to back. And it's a lot, you know, and some days you're, you're just not up to it. And you kind of have to bear through it and work with it. Um, But I mean, I get media trained, which is crazy. I did that for like three hours. What is that? What is that about? So media training is basically when you sit in like a conference room with your talent coordinator or your PR, you know, 
publicist sure. and they basically work with all the talking points that you're allowed to okay. talk about um, and you're not allowed to talk about. Got you. So we have some no spoilers. Secrets. Yeah, no got spoilers. You. So that's okay. why when you hear Tom Holland and he's spoiling some of his movies, you're like, did he get media trained or uh-huh. what happened there? So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, it's um, it's really cool that they do that so that you're on top of all your stuff and you don't spoil anything because we got some spoilers on the show. <laughs> do so. they give you any like etiquette, posture, like anything they I could do. be doing better? They do actually. Under- <laughs> yeah, they were actually giving me like breathing exercises of like in and then like one, two, three, four. Oh my and I was gosh, like, that's yeah, great. I actually didn't do that before yeah. I came here. But um, yeah, I actually probably should be sitting like this. That's but yeah, I know my publicist is going to so be like, what are you doing? Funny. Yeah, okay, I need some of that training too. So yeah. forgive me. It's tiring us. though. Yeah. I did like three hours straight after yeah. recording. But I mean, yeah. it's really good that they do that. So yeah. thank you, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I think that um, when you're on camera and you're in front of the camera, like you have so many things to be insecure about, like oh, your hair, totally. your makeup, like what's my good side? Right. You know, like I'm so frumpy. Oh my gosh. Ah. So right. I, I just give credit to people who are in front of the camera because it is, it's grueling and it's hard. you're constantly like you're being barraged with questions. Even like for me doing this podcast, I know you've done a million interviews and I go, I want it to be fun and laid back. Right. And I want questions to be good. I want yeah. them to be things that maybe you don't always have to answer. 100%. Right. Right? And then your voice, right? Like how many times yeah. are you going to get tired of going, I am running. You know, like everybody wants you <laughs> to do the running. Literally my dad FaceTimed me yesterday. He was at our family's, one of our like family parties. And apparently one of my cousins watches the show and he's sure, like calling course. me five yes. times. He's like, can you do the Ronnie Ann voice? I was like, okay, <laughs> this is the start of a whole legacy. Can't wait. <laughs> hey, this is going to get your mansion in the Beverly Hills. Literally. Ronnie Ann Santiago. Yeah. yeah. Got like 30, our supervising director, um, Miguel Puga, he always goes, we're going to have 30 seasons, three mo- eight movies, three spinoffs. Oh so we're gosh. starting a legacy. Oh, yeah. girl. Yeah. I'm directing my first animated project on Thursday in what? LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one day. I So a friend of mine wrote this children's book called Piccolo. It's about a piccolo who's trying to play in the royal orchestra, but because piccolo looks so different and so small and sounds like, like unlike any other instrument, the conductor you know sends him away and all the other instruments oh kind of bully him. Gosh. And he goes away and hides until the queen comes. And the Loretta Divine is going to play the queen. What? That's yeah. so cool. So, yeah. So, I get to direct my first episode. Well, it's like a short. It's a short animated right. thing, hoping that it could we could sell it for, you know, That's a so series cool. or something like that. So, I just, it's such a fun thing because you just show it up is. and you're just talking. You don't have yeah. to worry about what you look like. Yeah. People just go into a booth. But it's a lot of work, too. You know, Yeah, it's a lot of work. Totally. I give a hundred, so much props to all these voice actors that do so many voices. Uh, it's crazy. They'll just be like, rafting all these voices uh-huh. spitting all of them out I'm like how do you even do that like so fun. people from Spongebob like they'd be like the like yeah. I have no clue how they do that it's crazy so this is your first animated voice project yes um yes you did, you did Loud House I did Loud House and then I um guest star or I'm a recurring on Craig of the Creek on Cartoon Network okay but yeah this is like my very first big one on That's Nickelodeon so, so yeah you do have a really solid voice I Just grew up with everyone saying that you do literally you grew up with that s- like suave like smooth sounding <laughs> little raspy That's so funny. yeah it's good my when I was very first born and I could like finally talk my parents always tell me this story um my 
grandma actually was like, is she sick? Because, like, it sounds like she's sick. Like, are you guys sure she's not, like, coming down with something? Yeah. We're like, no. Do you have black mold in your house? Because <laughs> something's a little off. No, yeah, it's really funny. I always say that story. People are like, what the? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, I'm so happy for you. Watch the Casa Thank Grandes. You. We'll put the uh, first episode YouTube link in the show yeah, notes. Every so. Saturday, 1130 a.m. Uh, on Nickelode- Nickelodeon. I grew up on Nickelodeon. Do you even know there was a show called I Can't Do That on Television? Have you heard of that? I feel like I have, okay, but I don't so know much about it. The Nickelodeon like teen awards or whatever they are, you know, where people go and get their awards and they get the slime on them. Yeah, yeah, Kids Choice Awards. That goes back to like a TV show in the eighties, I want to say, what? called "I Can't Do That on Television." It was a Canadian show with all these kids, and they would like come out of lockers and talk to each other and go back. It was like a sketch show, like oh a Saturday gosh. Night Live sketch show for kids that Nickelodeon did, and. If they would ask a question to somebody, I, I might be off on this, but it, there was some response. I think it was, I don't know. If you said, I don't know, they would like drop slime on you. <gasps> so look that up. I'm sure there's some episodes. I but will. That's crazy. You come from a cool yeah. long line That's of TV so cool. shows. I mean, stuff. I grew up watching Nickelodeon because me and my brother always watched yeah. SpongeBob and Drake and Josh, iCarly, Victorious. Like everyone watches Nickelodeon. So it's really cool that so now I'm, cool. I'm a part of the family. So yeah. you're going to be on the Teen Choice Award someday. I'm going to call it right now yeah. on this podcast. Teen Choice, yes. Kids' Choice Awards, yeah. yeah have you been excited. on a podcast before? I have not. What up? First podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Isabella's first podcast. Yeah. Oh my never. gosh, that's so great. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what you are watching right now. Ooh, what are some things? We're trying to do watching. a segment here, like one minute movie reviews, one minute Brave Maker movie reviews. Cool. Anything you want to tell us to watch and why? I just watched The Joker. Ooh, I, I saw thought that. it was absolutely amazing. Okay. Uh, Walking Phoenix killed the role um i thought the cinematography was so good the music was so good everything that came together about the movie i thought was so well made and the ending like everything everything that was going on through his mind everything that he created i thought was so so good so i watched the joker did you see that i sure did yeah, yeah did you I like it, it? Such a piece of art I and so moving really and disturbing. Really it was in a yes. good way. No, in a very good way. In yeah, good way. yeah. I thought it was really good. Um, but for TV shows, ooh, what am I watching? I'm watching Gossip Girl. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've heard of it? Yeah. Okay, I've yeah. Never I'm seen watching, it. I'm watching Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, what else did I watch? Oh, I just watched Black Mirror. Have you ever seen? I've that? seen a couple episodes of that. Oh my gosh, Which one? So did you start from the good. beginning or did you kind no, of dabble I'm in? Just, I'm kind of. I'm doing like okay. different episodes, yeah. kind of like doing like season one season three season mm-hmm. four but they are so good they're literally like mm-hmm. mini movies mm-hmm. yeah so each one's a different sort of story yeah yeah right? i love that yeah. that's so interesting i'd love to be a part of a show that's like that because mm-hmm. it's like you're dabbling into so many different storylines each episode for mm-hmm. like seasons long like, it's so cool i can't remember there's some actors that have arcs in different ones right are they all different episodes or different maybe actors? that may be like american horror story how yeah. they kind of take their actors and plug them into different seasons i think bryce dallas howard was in an episode or two and i thought oh, that she wow. had a multi-arc thing i'm not sure but wow. yeah they they have the um the choose your own adventure for lack yeah, of a better way to describe right? i haven't watched it have you watched it i, I watched a little bit of it okay. it's crazy know, you can like so. change the different endings yeah, yeah it's so on cool. my list to watch okay yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. anything else Ooh, what else am i watching Ooh. Mm, i watched riverdale i don't know if you know what that mm-hmm. is cw, yeah, CW yeah. yeah i have uh producer friends that are on that show it's just really good um it's off the comics uh-huh. you know, archie comics archie, which is yeah. cool uh-huh. yeah i watch so many different things i watch a lot of youtube too cool yeah so do you i'm curious do you have any people that you look up to any uh, talent actors who are doing things actresses who are 
moving and shaking in a way that you go, huh, that really inspires me 100%. to their work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know who Bailey Madison is. Mm -hmm. She's been around the business for since she was very, very young. She participates in We Movement. Um, it's like a whole movement. They go to different cities, kind of engage with all the kids, okay. um, which cool. is really cool. cool. I think it's awesome that they do that. Um, I look up to her a lot because she, she dabbles into so many different roles and projects since she was really, really little. I love that. Um, I like Joey King, too. She's on, uh, she was on To All the Boys I'd Love Before. Or no, no, not To All the Boys I'd Love Before. The Kissing Booth. Have you seen that movie? Oh, uh, no, Netflix? Yeah. I feel like I saw one, but it was with the guy Noah with the, was that the same one? Is that guy Noah? Yeah. With, is he oh, in the same one? Oh, he's on To All the Boys I'd Love Before. Okay, yeah, I always I get haven't. them confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's okay. To All the Boys I'd Love Before and then The Kissing Booth. Okay. You probably know those movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Samantha huge. Samantha is over there. <laughs> yeah. Another teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're huge movies on okay. Netflix. They cool. went like crazy. Um, yeah, but I like Joey King. Um, she was just nominated for, I think, an Emmy uh, for a Hulu show. Uh, who else do I look up to? I'm trying to think. Oh, so many different people. Is there any people you go, I really want to work with this person or a show that you would really want to be on? Ooh, a show that I'd really want to be on? Definitely Black Mirror. Ah. Yeah. Cool. Put that out into the universe. Yeah, definitely Black Mirror. Producers I, I feel of like Black that'd Mirror. that would be so fun. Like, you're doing, like, you get to do one episode that's totally different from every other episode that I've, they've ever created. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd love to work on that. Awesome. Um, I'd like to work with... Ooh, I'd probably like to work with Joaquin Phoenix because I feel like he's a beast. Mm -hmm. Like He just knows his stuff in and out. Like I don't know. I feel he's like one of those so actors good. who comes in the room as the character and, and, and he, doesn't and he leave. leave. Yeah. yeah, he leaves in the same character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. He's so good. Do you ever do that? Do you ever kind of think, like, what's my style? Am I going to yeah. show up and just be like in that character? Crazy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Okay, so we're doing this other segment where um, you give your Brave Maker speech, which is kind of like your Oscar speech. Right. So you get like 60 seconds. I give you a little bit more than the Academy Ooh. gives you. So here's your award, my Until water bottle. the Academy starts playing the music. Yep, you just won Best off. Actress. Best Actress. Well, I would say? like to thank my parents. <laughs> I'd like to thank my dad, my mom for always being there for me. Uh, I would also like to thank my puppy for always being there when I'm crying, when I get rejected from all these roles. <laughs> I'd like to thank my, oh, I'd like to thank my team, <laughs> my team, my agents, my managers. I'd like to thank whoever the writers of the show that I just won for. <laughs> Good, don't forget them. Yeah, never forget your writers. Um, I'd like to thank the director and craft services for always keeping me <laughs> keeping me not hungry for those chips <laughs> for those chips those fruit <laughs> um what else what would your oscars be <laughs> oh she's turning it up on me yours. <laughs> turning up me. Yours. okay my oscar speech is just thank you to my wife for putting up with yes, me my wife. wife for saying yes when all the times you wanted to say no <laughs> because life is a little bananas with me at times 100%. i want to say thank you to my Three children who um, I pulled to every set that I ever worked on and for being so cute. And, of course, i got to say thank you to God because everyone says thank you to yes. God. Thank you, God. Okay. And um, let's say I'm going to you know, put a PSA out there to know like, you are all valuable. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. All the rejection is worth it. Peace, y'all. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was great. Thanks for turning it great. on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. So we're prepared, actually. Yeah, uh, let's do it. The Academy. So if you need anyone that's really good speakers. Bring the awards on. Let Anybody else? Know. That's right. That's right. We're, I'm available. I'm a director for hire. We've got an actress <laughs> over here. Okay. So Anything funny. else you want to say about life or career Ooh. or being a brave maker? What would you yeah. want to I mean, never give up. That's a really big thing. I do what you love to do. I mean, I literally get paid to do what I love to do every single day, and that's crazy. You know, we're honestly we're changing lives on the Costa Grandes. Our supervising director, um, Miguel Puga, he's bringing in people that worked at Rite cool. Aid, that worked at, you know, low, what? low. You know, I mean, not low placing that works, but places that you probably aren't going to really enjoy yourself that yeah. much. You know, or stuff that you just don't want to do and not something that you he's love. He's pulling to in do. writers and or actors or what? They're pull, he's pulling out people that have always wanted to be in animation that have just so drawn cool. on the side. You know, so cool. which I think is so awesome. You know, he's, he's changing people's lives and they're. Coming to this show and they're like, that's crazy that I'm a part of it. I was talking to one of our animation designers and he's like, drawing was my coping mechanism. You know, he said that his parents were divorced and his coping mechanism was to mm. just draw. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't escape anywhere else. His escape was just to draw. So when our supervising director, you know, brought him, he's like, I literally get to do what I love that's and awesome. get paid to do what I love. So I was like, yeah. that's so crazy that we're literally like changing people's lives throughout the show. And when we're making the show and people are watching the show, so, yeah, I'm really proud of it. And I got to do the theme song. I don't even know if you know that, but I rapped in the theme song. Oh, yeah, I heard you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I rapped in that. I rapped. Uh, Allie Brooke was our uh, theme song. She sang the theme song, which I'm leaving to Miami with her uh, next weekend to do press. Yeah, we're off to Miami. Woo! Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, we worked with Jermaine Franco from Coco. She helped compose cool. the whole song. She's a beast. She's so good. Um, she's, a, <laughs> she's a female composer, um, and she's literally so amazing. And then I worked with um, just the whole Nickelodeon music team that kind of helped me put together the whole song. They're like, do you want to rap in it? I was like, what? Had you ever done that before? No. I'd never done that. That's why I was like, I'm a little scared. I'm a little nervous. I hope it comes out. And you oh, had I to do it in Ronnie voice. In the Ronnie <laughs> voice. So like, I'm in the big city, and I'm like, ah, I gotta, I gotta do everything right and get everything correct while doing the voice too. So yeah, with a whole good Nickelodeon music team, we got it done. And that we're all really is proud so of it. fun. Yeah. Have you ever, um, you know, the the, the musical Hamilton? Yes. Have, have you seen it? I have not. Have you heard of the soundtrack? Yes. Okay, I think your challenge to practice is just to learn that soundtrack in the Ronnie Ann voice because oh you will be a master. Isn't there? Like, <laughs> Not giving away much. <laughs> that's hilarious. Isn't there a song that's like Aaron Burr? Sir? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so addicted right now. I saw it twice. I was in New York. My friend's playing Hamilton, who was on this podcast. Your friend is playing Hamilton? Austin Scott. Yeah. You can what? listen to his, his episode. Yeah. Okay, when so is I, he hooking me up? I going to New got York. Got to, to go, go behind stage it? and see what? it. And basically, if you go see it in New York, all you got to do is let me know. I'll tell him. And all you do is like, Knock, knock, knock on the stage um, door. Excuse me, I think we're flying to New yeah. York tomorrow. Well, that's why. By the way, when I was in New York, I saw your. You remember, I, I saw was your billboard. Freaking out when funny? you showed that to me. I literally, my other friend Talia Jackson, she's on Family yes. Reunion on you, Netflix. You, yeah. Shout out to her. I love you so much. Um, but she was in New York at the same time as you. She was there for this Come gala. On. Yeah, she was there at the same time as you. Yeah, she's she there for a gala. She went and stood there in front of the Viacom office and took a video. Okay. And I was sobbing. She posted it. I was like, oh my gosh, all my friends are seeing the It billboard. was one o'clock in the morning. I had just come out of this stand-up comedy show. And I had been in, in Times Square like for two days straight and I hadn't seen it. And all of a sudden I like <gasps> I saw it. I was like, give me my phone up. I was like, 
please, please, hurry up, hurry up. And I caught like the very tail of it. Oh my god! And then I tagged you and send it, right? And I thought, let me stay here and see if I can get a better one. And it didn't come up. I was like, well, one that's in the morning, what Leah was saying. two seconds, that's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got for tonight. Good night, everybody. Yeah. That was so fun. Oh my fun. gosh. So I saw fun. that and was like, oh my gosh. I had just come out of a play, actually. I was watching a play, one of my friend's plays. And I went on my phone and I was like, there is no way Tony just saw the billboard yeah, in so front of fun. the Viacom office. I was freaking out. And then we have billboards all around LA. It's I don't so know if you cool. know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been seeing you guys yeah, posting Yeah, they're all around so like Boyle Heights. Um, I found one literally in my city. There was like one like down the street. And where I'm just like going, driving past it. I'm like, there's my show. That's Crazy. so cool. Yeah. It's going to get bigger only. So oh, keep it up. Yeah, um, go back excited. to New York. If you do ever go, let me know. Because there's a thing with, you know, in the New York stage culture that if you're somebody and you have some kind of clout, like you can go backstage and just so meet cool. people. So when I was back there, Tim Tebow, who's, you know, a football player, and he's got his foundation and Miss America, no, Miss South, South Africa, Miss South Africa is back there taking pictures with everybody. Wow. And two other actors, I, I think were on some TV shows. I couldn't, rec- I didn't recognize them, but just it's the culture. People are like, yeah. oh, cool. Like, well, I want to meet the people. Right. It's super, super fun. I've never been to New York. I'm dying to go. Uh, you, like, which you'll be... probably get there eventually yeah, for some press. Yeah, I feel like be so cool. Right? Cool. Yes. Well, one thing I wanted to say before we uh, have you share where people can find you is I loved that you mentioned the changing the world with these stories. When you were talking about people you admired and how the the one you referenced was going out and working with kids, I think that just makes me so happy because so many people, and I'll say I was included, when I was dreaming about wanting to go to LA and doing the film business as a younger kid and even in your age, I kind of got discouraged because people said oh, it's so dangerous, you know, you'll get sucked in, you'll become a drug addict, <laughs> all this stuff. Right, and, and that's a so stereotypical Hollywood, yeah. you know, and it's really not like that. Totally. Of course, there's a dark side of it, but, like, I don't think anyone knows how hard these young actors totally. work. Totally, yeah. You know, we are literally busting our butts 24-7, just yep. working, you know, and skipping events sometimes and not hanging out with our friends yep. and... You know, I've, yeah, I feel like everyone has a stereotypical, like, yep. Hollywood, you're yep. going to get sucked in everything. Yep. Like, no, it's it's a really cool community, and everyone comes together, and you love something, yep. you know, and you're working to get to somewhere, you yep. know, and everyone's trying to get to the same place, you know. So, yeah, that's cool that you mentioned that. I think, yeah, because yeah. people could be so judgmental. And, again, there's a dark side to everything. Of there's course. a dark side to Starbucks world. Right, that's you know, what I'm saying. There's a dark side everywhere. There. Yeah. But the, the, when, I, when I encountered so much judgment about it's just people who care about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, fame, money, cars, mansions, I thought, okay, I kind of, like, let that impact me, and I got diverted. But now that I'm back in the space, and I started to realize early on, wow, most people, most people, not everybody, but a lot of people who go into the entertainment industry – have a deep desire not only to fulfill their dreams because it does feel good to do what you love. Of course. But it's so satisfying to tell a meaningful story and to right. see it impact people. And of you're like you're saying you're seeing kids seeing themselves in these multi-generation Latinx families. Like right. that's a beautiful thing. So I just want to commend you on Thank that. You so much. All the work you're doing. Like Thank may you. that always drive you to the future yeah, to know that, that that's a big thing of when I'm even picking out scripts that I want to yep. do or projects that I, I'm like, where's the meaning to it? You know, yep. how is this gonna change people when they watch the movie or they watch that show or they watch that short film? Yep. What are they gonna gain out of it? You know, because yep. when people watch TV, they're always not watching it just to watch a show. You know, sure. you know, some people like learning when they're watching yeah, a show totally. or you know, watching a movie. So yeah, I think that that's awesome. Right? Yeah. Even when we need to zone out because we're just like so tired watching something, it's so great to know like that the stuff we're doing can help somebody. 
Totally. <laughs> Get through their day, of find course. some hope, laugh. Yeah. You know, move That's why I like working way. on the Casa Grandes because I feel right like, on. you know, we're making people laugh. You yep. know, we're making people feel proud that they're they're proud of where they're coming from. You know, they're proud of their heritage. So I love it. Yeah. Well, I hope that Nickelodeon and you, in some way, we should talk about this, come May. Because May, by the way, filmmakers, submit your films for May 15th, 16th, and 17th, <gasps> 2020. Okay. That's our... 2020 Film Fest. We are still building our program, but we could do something with Casa Grandes and you doing, you know, like a panel discussion. Let's do do it. Let's do something. So let's find a way we can continue to partner. I love it. And how can people find you on the socials? Yes, you can find me at Isabella Alvarez on Instagram and on Twitter. I think it's Isabella Alvarez too. Yeah. In the show notes, links. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Thanks thank for being you. here, Isabella, thank you, thank for giving you. your time. Don't forget, we are a nonprofit 501c3. Listeners, if you like what we're doing, go to our page, bravemaker.com slash donate. You can become a patron and help us continue to empower these brave stories and storytellers. Until next time. <laughs> hey, does Ronnie Ann want to say thanks for listening to the Brave Maker podcast? Yes. Uh, bye, everyone. Have a really good night. Thanks for listening. Watch the Casa Grandes only on Nickelodeon every Saturday at 11 a.m. I just literally felt like there was an animated person sitting next to me. Way to go. I love it. <laughs> brave stories change the world. You are the story. BraveMaker is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our work is funded by generous patrons like you. Support the podcast with a tax-deductible donation at bravemaker.com. Thanks for listening to the BraveMaker podcast. Subscribe, give us a rating, and share with a friend.